What's the Matter With Me? Thank you for tuning into the What's the Matter With Me podcast. Welcome in if you're a new listener. Hey, the reason is the Multiple Sclerosis Foundation tweeted about What's the Matter With Me podcast yesterday. I'll get into it, but out of the blue, I, I haven't heard from these people i get their magazine they tweeted about what's the matter with me so shout out see if you're coming to us from the multiple sclerosis focus foundation vertical thank you for tuning into the what's the matter with me podcast my name is john i'm 43 years old husband father small business owner radio dj podcaster I have multiple sclerosis, trigeminal neuralgia, and I made this podcast to share what I'm going through. Thank you for tuning in. Can't forget Hoppin' Hot Sauce, the sponsor of What's the Matter With Me podcast. Hoppin' Hot Sauce, it's the best hot sauce. Hoppin' Hot Sauce, it's the best sauce in the world. The world, I'm telling you. Hopping Hot Sauce is available on Amazon, and it's the best sauce in the world. I'm telling you, I don't have my teeth yet. It'll be a couple weeks. My dad is celebrating his 75th birthday. He's cruising the Bahamas. Dad's got all his teeth. Big shout-outs to Dad. He's 75. That's not twice as old as me, but almost. Want to give a shout-out to Chris Parikini in Puerto Rico. Chris started Roberto's. Named after Chris's mom, Roberta Parikini. Shout-outs to Roberta. Shout-outs to Chris. Shout-outs to Rob, all the crew in Brooklyn and in Puerto Rico. Big shout-outs to Chris Parikini. I had a little group in Brooklyn and Bushwick and he played bass. I was complaining to him about the fact that the pizzeria in town runs out of pizza on Friday and Saturday nights and I was like complaining about it. I'm like someone's got to start one where they don't run out of pizza at 7 7 p.m. There's one really good pizzeria in town. Anyway, I'll get into that. Shout outs to Chris. He's going to come out to California. I was like, swing by, dude. Swing by. Oh, my goodness. You guys, I watched slap fighting. Have you seen this? It's horrible. Don't see it. But, you know, you probably want to know. It started by some ultimate fighting cage match impresario. And he's like, I saw this on YouTube in Eastern Europe. And it was getting hundreds of thousands of views. And I had to start a slap fighting league. It's just horrible to watch. Slap fighting is horrible. They got two guys stand in front of each other. One guy slaps the other one in the face. And, like, they... The first thing that happened is it knocked the guy out cold. And I was like, this is horrible. These people stand still. And it's about like enduring. It's some masculinity idea. Anyway, I was like, world chase tag is so superior to this slap fighting fight club nightmare sport. World chase tag is what it's all about. Let's play tag. Don't slap me in the face. Slap yourself in the face. Let's play tag.
search up i've been searching up world chase tag and i've been like when is this coming to america when is it going to be on espn hold up someone's texting me it could be my dad butt dialing me all right i had a big paroxysm of spending yesterday acquisition procurement yesterday i made efforts to procure a mattress and a refrigerator because my current mattress is like a lumpy nightmare and i'm like how could it be but it's like 12 years old i think and so it's time for a new mattress a lumpy nightmare I ordered one of those mattress in a box deals where you don't have to go to the mattress store. I use consumer reports and my mom is like a huge fan of consumer reports. She was always like, you got to have you checked consumer reports. She was always like photocopying, buying guides from consumer reports and giving them to me. So just to stop that, I had to join consumer reports and yesterday i had a note in my calendar that i put there one year ago to say cancel your consumer reports by this date to avoid recharge that was yesterday but yesterday i needed to buy a fridge and a mattress so i had to use consumer reports and it totally i'm happy with it we're gonna get a new refrigerator delivered to our house like imminently it's out for delivery right now our old fridge i had that lumpy mattress and then the fridge was freezing all the vegetables like the onions would freeze and anything and parsnips would freeze and daikon radish freeze and you know i just up my the size on my box to the large size but now we're getting a lot more vegetables so a lot more vegetables were freezing and my wife was like we gotta stop this and i was like sure you're right so I ordered new fridge coming now, imminently. It probably, I'll thank my dad's butt dialing me, but it'll be the um, delivery guys. Refrigerator, psyched for that. Bought things, consuming, consumption. Hopefully it's a good fridge. I hope it lasts and I hope the bed's comfortable. They were highly reviewed and recommended by Consumer Report. Okay, enough with that, enough with that. So I follow some Twitter tweeting people. You know, I said uh, MS Society tweeted about me. And the only reason I know that is because I followed them. And it was like, you mentioned, I'm at John Hoppin, J-O-H-N-H-O-P-P-I-N, at John Hoppin. So coming from at Rachel Horn 19, does the date of your MS diagnosis loom large in your life? For some, it becomes a day to remember. For others, it's a day they're happy to forget. You? 
And she retweeted a, a tweet from the MS Society of Canada, quote from a guy, Braden, diagnosed in 2021. There's a picture of him, and he's tattooed the date of his diagnosis in Roman numerals on his bicep. He's a young person, so, you know, he was diagnosed in 2021, and he got a tattoo. That's what young people do. So I'm all about it. I don't have a tattoo. Man, and I'm not talking bad on his tattoo, but maybe with the benefit of hindsight, May 25th, 2021, the day that shook my world, a day I will never forget. Every day is a different battle for me, but I love the fight and the challenges that it brings, making me stronger every day. I have MS, but MS does not have me. So I dig the fighting. You know, he's he's feisty, Braden. I was diagnosed with MS. Uh, I, I took an MRI at Stanford and then I took their diagnosis. They read my MRI and diagnosed MS and I took it to a neurologist. I was like 19 or 20. I took it to a, a, a general neurologist who said, well, it can't be MS until it happens again. So I was like happy to ignore it and I ignored it for a long time and then I had another MS relapse when I was about 30 and my doctor at that time was Dr. Herbert. He's passed away now at the NYU MS Center. At that time, it was like on 19th and 2nd. And the hospital there, I started taking Tysabri infusion. I started getting treatment. Dr. Herbert told me, yo, definitely you have MS and you should have begun treatment upon your diagnosis. You'd be in better shape now. So that thing of running away from diagnosis, it was very tempting because I didn't want to have MS when I was young. It changed my whole life. I was in college and I was at the age where I was like, I should get a bicep tattoo with Roman numerals. So I didn't get the tattoo, but Brayden did. Does the date of my MS diagnosis loom large? It's not like a big date for me, but it, something happened and I, I'm not going to forget it. And I can't forget it. I have MS and I fight with it every day. And some days I, I don't spend any time going like, oh, I should have got treatment. Should have, would have, could have. I don't worry about that. I have MS now. I have great treatment wonderful practitioners. I moved from NYU to UCSF to Stanford is kind of where I'm at currently, but I like to get treated at a big MS center where they're investigating new treatments and they're kind of up on things. So specialist is kind of what I'm into. I had a dinner experience in my wheelchair. It was a singular experience. I've eaten dinner in my wheelchair before. The wheelchair wasn't it. It was what all happened when we got there. Okay, so I had dinner in my wheelchair. I showed up. I rolled up. It was at a place that we go pretty often to do some other shopping. And I was like, oh, we can go to that restaurant. But it was like a comedy of errors. I rolled up there, talked 
to the host. I had a reservation for 7 o'clock. I rolled up there. I was like five minutes early. There were some people walking up behind me. So I checked in with the host. She said, it's going to be a few minutes. we got to set up a table. There was a table leaving right in front. I thought I might get it. There was a bar nearby. We went and hung out there for a little bit while they got the table ready. But before they sat me right in front of me, they were like, okay, we have your table. They sat the people who showed up after me, before me. And I was like, I'm right here. And I was first. And those people know I was first. Everyone knows I was first, except the waitress or something. I don't know what's going on. Anyway, they sat them down. They were a four top. We were a two top. They sat them first. Then they sat us. And I should have been like, yo, you sat them first right off. You got to help the waitress sometime or waiter. You got to help them out when you need something. But I just kept mum because I was like, man, that was kind of like everyone saw that. Those people sitting right next to me all sat first. So weird. But they're also just doing what the waitress, server, host tells them to do. So I'm not hating on them, but I'm like, this is kind of strange. Then the waitress comes over and gets their drink order, not ours theirs and i understand i didn't say anything things aren't really going right and i'm in the worst table they set up this table all the way there's like a bunch of people eating in a restaurant i'm like out in the hall at the end of the hall by the bathroom and i have to say i'm like well it's easy to get to the bathroom but there's like kids walking back and forth you know parents who are keeping kids occupied by walking them around like that's where i'm sitting so i don't mind it i have kids i'm like kids whatever i ignored them i know how to ignore some children i'm a father so walking around took their sat them first took their order first And I'm like, okay, this is not going right. Then serves them drinks. Doesn't take my drink order. No water, no nothing. Comes back to their table with all their drinks. I'm sitting here watching this. I'm like, yo, are you going to take my drink order? Is this what I'm, is is this what I signed up for? I'm just going to watch these people eat. I'm trying to eat food, you know, and my wife is here. Be nice to have a cocktail. That's the whole reason we're here we have a babysitter at home the neighbor's kid watching our kids then she takes the order and it's kind of painful like just give me i'll give you an example i was like hey what do you have oysters because they said they had oysters and she was like yeah and i'm like what kind of oysters do you have and she goes we have not very big oysters from washington i'm like uh I never tried not very big oysters. I guess I'll have six of those not very big oysters from Washington. I'm just like, this is really not going great. I ordered a drink, some kind of mezcal sour with um, jalapeno thing in it. I was like, fine. My wife got something, I think, sparkling or... Maybe a red red cocktail in an up glass. You know, she'd look classy with something. So they brought out the oysters and the drinks. My drink was covered 
the out exterior of the glass was covered in like ashes and I should have thought about it but they put it down as if I was a right-handed person and I'm not and I'm left-handed I can barely use my right hand so I grabbed it and I got all this like smoky ashy stuff everywhere all over the table it made a mess like ash and condensation I had to ask the people for a napkin to clean it up with i had to ask them hey can you clean up this mess on my table where they sat us way out in the boonies by the bathroom in the hall there was a tv that like played advertisements for the restaurant we were at and one of them showed yeah right i was like oh great we're here and one of them showed the oysters and they had salsa verde and then a, a garnish on top cilantro and cebollas she brought us six shucked oysters with salsa verde on top, none of the garnish, and the plate has a huge chip out of it. And Nami pointed it out. And you don't want your date to be like, look at the broken plate. And I'm like, oh man, this is not going right. Then they came to take the order. Man, singular experience. We had a salad. It looked kind of interesting. It was like, had beets and romaine lettuce. And I was just like, okay, great. We got that salad. It came, it had bananas in it. Slices of bananas in the salad. It, it had almost no dressing or something like salt, pepper, lemon or lime, um, salt, pepper, citrus dressing. And it had bananas in the salad and with romaine lettuce. And my wife was like, I have never had this. And I'm like, I don't think, I don't think one has this. We ate it and I was just like, this is unprecedented experience we've never very unique she was like yeah okay so we ordered also steak i'm out on a date right i'm at this fancy restaurant i read a review it's like fine dining in the suburbs and i was like that sounds weird let's check it out comedy of errors then the steak comes it's a filet mignon steak we ordered it because we were gonna split it and it was like not cheap you know things are expensive nowadays because of inflation this steak was inflated it was like floating it came and it looked i was like what what they served us was a filet mignon steak that had i think been sous vide cooked and then reheated but not seared just kind of like heated up it was almost like they did it in a microwave it was there was no blush on it it was just kind of brown they sliced it with the grain so it was just like long it was this badly cooked not browned not seared sous vide steak it looked like a, a fish or something i was like what is that the garnish was the best part the garnish on the steak was like queso cotija and nopales like cactus and my wife was into it she was like cactus is good i'm like the best part of this meal is the garnish and we didn't get garnish on the oysters so it's like the best and the worst part of this meal is the garnish and then we had dessert because we're on a date and the dessert was joyless 
I was like, this is the last time we try and do fine dining in the suburbs. We moved from San Jose to San Leandro, and that's like, we're moving closer to the city, but we're not quite there. And if we want to go eat, we should go to Oakland and eat, not go farther from Oakland and eat. Anyway, wow, fine dining in the suburbs, comedy of errors, everything, it just didn't quite work. When I went to the bathroom after the meal, it was so close. So I ate in my wheelchair, you know, I did I freak them out? You know, I know the people eat in their wheelchair and sue the restaurant owner, but that's not why I was there. I was there to have a date. And so I imagine I probably did freak them out because they're like, oh great, that guy is here to like inspect our operation. And I wasn't, I wanted a drink and uh, some oysters and some steak. That's it. And I got that, but it wasn't the oysters, drink, and steak I want. It was a singular experience. You guys, products come to me sometime asking to advertise on my podcast and I tell them no. And it's just because this podcast is like really to represent not some company or some treatment because I don't think anything is curing MS and if something does we'll talk about we'll cross that bridge when we get there but I don't think right now we have any kind of cures so I'm not here to promote some treatment but I am here to promote being like when I was a young person starting to have MS I went on the internet looking for other other people, young men like me, fathers, how did they deal with it and think about having MS, being disabled? There's so much pressure to achieve. What do you do with that achievement pressure if you have MS? Like you have to moderate your effort because you have fatigue like how do how does fatigue and achievement go together and that's what the what's the matter with me podcast is about it's about investigating my experience as a young person a young married person a young parent with ms in this achievement focused culture, record setting, constant gross domestic product growth culture, how do I do it? So I told people you can't advertise your product on the podcast. We had Friday fish, you know, Friday fish is coming up. And that's like, uh, I was raised as a Catholic and in Catholicism, you have a thing called Lent. And Lent is like a period of 40 days leading up to and including the death of Christ. Called Lent after an old English word meaning lengthen. So you give things up for Lent. And one of the things classically is meat on Friday, you eat fish on Friday. And down on 14th Street, in San Leandro is a place called Sens and it used to be in Emeryville they're like a fish fry 
They used to have a fish fry in West Oakland by the liquor store. And so this fish fry on 14th Street is pretty good. We got 10-piece snapper with mac and cheese. And we got some shrimp and french fries with coleslaw. Came with cornbread and hot sauce. And it was a good meal, man. Fried fish, you know, not the healthiest at all. But it was cool to be like, this is like giving up something for Lent. Friday fish from Sens. I like to support African-American business. I like this dude. He's a San Leandro. I'm a San Leandro business owner. He's a San Leandro business owner. And his business is cool. It's a scene. Sends. S-C-E-N-D-S. I don't know what's up with that. Sends. Is short for descends? Anyhow, Friday fish. Mac and cheese, coleslaw, cornbread, hot sauce. It was good. I want to give it a shout out to the Sam Kinison auto parts jingle. Maybe we can play the audio. Yeah, I put that together, a YouTube video. I'll put a link to it. I'll put it in the email. But yeah, I don't know why I made that, but I made it. Okay, deal with it. Sam Kinison. Alice Wong. Remember Alice Wong? She um, founded the Disability Visibility Project and I was reading her memoir a couple months ago. Alice Wong at SF Dire Wolf. This is not surprising. Ableism and ageism are intertwined. Dr. Yusuke Narita complaint claims his ideas are an abstract metaphor it's not abstract to older people he and dr zeke emmanuel are a match made in eugenic hell and she retweeted this new york times article a yale economics professor has some ideas for how to deal with the burdens of japan's rapidly aging society the only solution he said is mass suicide or seppuku of the elderly including ritual disembowelment so great idea man yale professor has some ideas about eugenics Not really the... uh, Do we really have to adjudicate these ideas again? You can't kill groups of people because they are making things inconvenient for you. You have to think up a better solution. Bluebird Pizzeria in San Leandro is the only bona fide pizza in town, but they're closed on Monday and they sell out on Friday and Saturday night. So you can't even get takeaway order at seven o'clock. And it's a little place. They do a lot of to go. No delivery. It's all pickup. And San Leandro orders them out of pizza. Like, we need another good pizzeria here. We have bad pizzerias, but that's not... We don't need more of those. We need more good pizzeria. Bluebird Pizzeria is pretty good. You know, they make a... When they make 
pepperoni on the pizza. It makes little cups and everything's cooked properly. And guess I'm just ranting about there isn't enough pizza in my town. Well, shout outs to Chris Parikini. I'm going to the ranch tomorrow. Today I have to make vegetarian chili. That's what I'm bringing because there's vegetarians there. And I've been working on that chili paste and chili recipe. And this is like a bean chili, vegetarian bean chili. And it it includes garbanzo beans, but you kind of pulse them in the food processor to chop them up a little bit. Not like paste, but just chopping them up a little. And that idea sounds cool to make a bean chili with garbanzos, red kidney beans. There's a Marmite in it. I'm not going to use anchovies because I'm going to keep it vegetarian as I can. For some reason, the chili paste has a little bit of chicken stock in it. I'm like, that is not vegetarian. So I have to figure something else out. Maybe I have to respect people's diet and not use chicken and chicken stock. Oh man, respect. I guess I will. I'm making vegetarian bean chili a double batch. That's what I got to do today because tomorrow we're going to the branch. My buddy is grilling the meat and some onions, cebollas, and some poblano peppers. So that should be pretty good. And I'll bring the vegetarian bean chili to make everyone happy. And and I just decided right now I won't use any chicken stock in it. Because I think if you're a vegetarian, you don't want chicken stock. So I'm going to have to figure something out about that. So I think I can just cook it in water, a little garlic, maybe some aromatic. It should be fine. Wish me luck, man. I'm going to go off and make vegetarian bean chili. Let's do the big rundown. Shout outs to the Multiple Sclerosis Foundation. Shout outs to Jad. Happy birthday. Chris Barrichini in Puerto Rico. Swing by. Slap fighting. World chase tag. Yeah. Does the date of MS diagnosis loom large? I remember when it happened, but I wouldn't get a Roman numeral tattoo. Because I I would use Arabic numerals. Is that what you call those? Arabic numerals? Yeah, Arabic numerals. That is what it's a noun. Any of the numerals 0, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, and 9. Arabic numerals we reached Western Europe through Arabia, replacing Roman numerals by about AD 1200, but probably originated in India. So cool. All right, that's a number numbers game running it down the line. I went out for dinner in my wheelchair and it was a singular experience. When products come asking me to advertise, so far I've said no. Friday fish was good. Lent us about giving something up because Jesus is going to die. I'm not an expert theologian, but the Friday fish was good. Sam Kinison, let's hear it again. Sam Kinison, college professor has some ideas. That's a bad, bad idea, dude. Bluebird Pizzeria is good, but we need two of them. And I gotta go make chili. So thanks for tuning in to the What's the Matter With Me podcast. I'm not gonna use chicken stock in the vegetarian bean chili. Be cool. 
Big shout out to everyone tuning in. Thank you for tuning in. You can check out past episodes on what's the matter with me.org, iTunes, wherever you get a podcast. You can listen to it. I think there's like weeks, one entire week of what's the matter with me podcast. That could be an exaggeration, but that's just consistent. What's the matter with me? I'll check you next time. 